Welcome to the Counting on Purpose podcast series. In this series, we focus on accounting not as numbers on a page, but as a language. And with any language, it's about communication and finding shared meaning. Topics include things from what is a debit and credit, right through to how we use accounting to tell a story. G'day, Justin Hock here from RightSource, talking all things accounting and helping you as a business owner understand what the crazy, crazy things your accountant does. So today I wanted to talk through um, one of the financial statements that is generally available to those running a business and I suppose understand what it's made up of and what sort of value you can get out of it. So we're not going to talk about, it's actually my favorite of all the financial statements. That's right, I have a favorite financial statement. Now we're not talking about the profit and loss because the profit and loss is about what you've done. So that's great, but that's what you've done. Similarly, cash flow, again, that's what you've done. It's not really, it's all about the past. It's not about budgets, which is all about looking to the future and what could be, what you hope might transpire. What we want to talk about today is the balance sheet. And why I love the balance sheet is because the balance sheet is now. It's about the present. The balance sheet is the one financial statement that is as at now or as at yesterday. So it really is the one that can tell you what you have now and what your business value is. So what I want to do today is just talk you through what a balance sheet is, what's in it, so you have a bit more of a feeling of what you're looking at when you look at a balance sheet. So start off with the balance sheet, normally starts with your assets, so what you have. And the first one is normally your cash, so cash at bank. Now that's pretty simple, that's the, the cash balance in your current bank account as of yesterday, effectively. And if you keep your accounts up to date, that's the value of that. It allows you to know what you have in your bank account as at yesterday. Next to that, you then have what cash you're going to get in. So this is your debtors or accounts receivable. So this is cash that you are owed that you'll receive sometime soon, hopefully, um, depending on how well you manage your debtors process. Again, that's cash you have access to. And if you are tight on cash, it's one of the first places you should look to make sure that you are getting your debtors paid on time to make sure you keep the value in your business. After cash, you then have inventory. So if you sell goods or items or you make goods or items, there'll be an amount that you have sitting in your warehouse or sitting in your office in terms of value that your business owns that you haven't yet sold. So that is value that you you have. You want to make sure that you're utilizing that well. So inventory, you always want to make sure that you're not, you want to be efficient with it because it's always better to have that inventory as cash rather than as physical goods. But So you want to make sure you don't have too much inventory, but you have enough to fulfill the sales that you're going to make. And the last area that you have in assets will be your fixed assets, which is your plant and equipment, your motor vehicles, your computers, anything that is a physical asset that sits in your business for a period of time. And that basically is what makes up the assets of your business, the, the value that you have in terms of things that you own and have a right to in your business. That's what the assets in the balance sheet represent. Now, quite often they'll be split into current and non-current or current and fixed assets. Um, what that, all that's trying to show you is the current assets are things that are more liquid. So there will be things that turn over quicker and you could either replace them or renew them very quickly. So cash is usually getting used every day. Debtors should get, be getting paid and recreated by new sales every month. Inventory, again, similarly. Things that are non-current assets or fixed assets are things that are going to be here for a longer period of time and usually more than a year. So if you have a motor vehicle in your business, you'll use that motor vehicle over multiple years 
that's why it's a non-current asset because it will be here for another next year and probably the year after. So that's a few of assets. Now, the opposite to assets is your liability. So this is what you owe people or what is outstanding for your business where there's an obligation you need to fulfill. So in terms of liabilities, they can be a little bit more tricky to understand just because they're obligations you owe. So you don't physically, you can't touch them. They, they tend to be sort of made up accounting numbers that effectively are representing obligations. So the best way I'll talk through them and just to give you a feel because this is probably where people come unstuck with a balance sheet. Assets, I get it, I can see those assets. Liabilities, I can't see them. What do they mean? So the first item you'll normally see under liabilities will be your accounts payable or your creditors. So this is, these are supplies that you owe. So you've got goods from them or services and you haven't paid for those services yet. So basically they're obligations that you owe people money and that's why they sit on the, on the balance sheet because you've already got the value sitting in your warehouse's inventory item or a service that you've consumed in your business. You now have a liability to then pay these people for that service. The next one I'll talk about is um, GST. So GST is where obviously you sell product and you collect GST as part of that sale. Now that GST that you've collected needs to get forwarded onto the government. So you've collected it but it's actually owed or needs to get forwarded to the government. So it's actually owed to the government. Now that does get offset by where you purchase something and you have GST you can claim. So that amount is a net amount in that it's a balance of what you owe the government and what they are going to refund you for the purchases that you've made that are on GST invoices. But effectively what that net balance represents is how much you owe the government next time you do your BAS. So that's on your balance sheet. So that is quite useful to keep in keep an eye on because it allows you to understand, well, next quarter when I'm paying my BAS, that's around about how much I currently owe as of today. The next there's the next lot of um, liabilities on there are about related to payroll. So payroll has a number of liabilities it creates when you pay employees. And the reason it has a number of liabilities is because they're all due at different times and they're created differently. So the first one I'll talk about is your PAYG withholding. So when you pay someone a salary, you have to hold part of their salary back um, to pass on to the ATO as their, their tax, not their tax deduction, but as their tax withholding. And that gets paid, depending on the size of your business, it could be paid weekly, it could be paid monthly, it could be paid quarterly. Now, what you don't want to get into a trap of, and it's the same with your bass, is that you pay your employees weekly or fortnightly and they get their net pay. You are still then obligated to pay the balance of their salary whenever that's due to the ATO. So that's what this item tracks on your liabilities, is how much that obligation to the ATO for your employee salary is left to be paid. The next one on there is superannuation. So similarly, you pay an employee, they're entitled to superannuation guarantee. That again is paid quarterly for businesses. You can pay it more frequently, but it's required to be paid quarterly. Now, again, you don't need to pay that when you run your payroll for your employees, but you do need to pay that as a business. So again, that line item in your liabilities tracks how much you owe. So that again, you're aware of how much you're going to be obliged to pay when the next quarter payment's up. The last one that I've got on the on the balance sheet that I'd like to talk about is annual leave provision. Now this, so your provision for your holiday leave for your employees. Many accounting packages 
don't actually automatically post annual leave provision onto your balance sheet. It's something that you actually have to do purposefully if you want to track it. Now, what that amount represents is as your employees are working for you, they're entitled to accrue holiday pay. So they get four weeks a year and they can take that throughout the year. Now, what creating that liability on your balance sheet does is allow you to understand of this amount that you your employees are entitled to take, how big is that amount? So, because if they leave without taking that annual leave, you have to pay it out. So, it's an obligation that you, uh, your business is required to, that has to your employees. So, why I like to have annual leave provision on there is because it does show if you were to, you know, stop everything today and just pay all your liabilities out, it actually shows you a liability that would actually need to be paid and allows you again just to have a better handle on what obligations you as a business owner have out there with the rest of the world. The last items that you, you'll, you'll often see on liabilities then are, are, are loans. So where you have a loan to um, either yourself as a business owner where you've lent the, body, the business money or where you've gone and got debt to finance the business. So that's again just another obligation. Similarly to assets, that quite often will be in the non-current type of liability because that loan might be there for three or four years. You're not necessarily having to pay it back straight away. Most of the other liabilities we spoke about are current because they'll get paid in the next two or three months, if not tomorrow. So that's your liabilities. It's really about the obligations your business has in terms of financial obligations to others. When you then have a handle on your assets and your liabilities... That then creates what's called your net assets. So your assets less your liabilities or what you have less what you owe. That gives you a snapshot of what your business is worth in terms of the assets that you hold. And that then equals what it will be the last item on your balance sheet, which is called your equity. So that's effectively like your equity in your house, equity in your business. How much value is there in your business that you currently have and the best thing about the balance sheet is it tells you about it, what you have now. And that's why I love the balance sheet, because it, it's in the present. So that's a quick run through of what a balance sheet is and what you can use it for. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series. And if you'd like some more information, check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.